0: Today is the 18th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian, and it's really, really wonderful to come to you for the first time uh, from the land of the Bible, from Israel. And this evening will be the inaugural dinner, our orientation dinner, where we'll finally get to see each other. Uh, from all of the travel and uh, and just see the family that's going to be created here in, uh, in the land of the Bible for the next couple weeks. So I'm excited to be here and I'm excited that uh, we're a virtual community and so, so y- there was room in the suitcase for you. And I'm glad we can all be here together, whether physically or whether in spirit, to take this This pilgrimage to root ourselves in the places that the Bible happened and to allow that newfound context to awaken things in us so that we don't see the Bible the same. So, we'll certainly be doing that physically, but we'll be doing that uh, virtually as we go through the next uh, several days together. So, it's good to be here. For the first time uh, this year, I'm, I'm broadcasting uh, the Daily Audio Bible. So, we're reading from the New International Version this week. We are in the book of Leviticus. We are learning a lot about sacrifice. We are learning, as we talked about uh, yesterday, just how treacherous uh, sin is and how costly It is to our lives. So we will pick up where we left off yesterday. Leviticus chapter 6 verse 1 through 7 verse 27. The Lord said to Moses, If anyone sins and is unfaithful to the Lord by deceiving a neighbor about something entrusted to them or left in their care... Or about something stolen, or if they cheat their neighbor, or if they find lost property and lie about it, or if they swear falsely about any such sin that people may commit, when they sin in any of these ways and realize their guilt, they must return what they have stolen or taken by extortion, or what was entrusted to them, or the lost property they found, or whatever it was they swore falsely about they must make restitution in full, add a fifth of the value to it, and give it all to the owner on the day they present their guilt offering. And as a penalty, they must bring to the priest, that is, to the Lord, their guilt offering, a ram from the flock, one without defect, and of the proper value. In this way, the priest will make atonement for them before the Lord, and they will be forgiven for any of the things they did that made them guilty. The Lord said to Moses, Give Aaron and his sons this command. These are the regulations for the burnt offering. The burnt offering is to remain on the altar hearth throughout the night till morning, and the fire must be kept burning on the altar. The priest shall then put on his linen clothes with linen undergarments next to his body and shall remove the ashes of the burnt offering that the fire has consumed on the altar and place them beside the altar. Then he is to take off these clothes and put on others and carry the ashes outside the camp to a place that is ceremonially clean. The fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must not go out. Every morning, the priest is to add firewood and arrange the burnt offering on the fire and burn the fat of the fellowship offerings on it. The fire must be kept burning on the altar continuously, it must not go out. These are the regulations for the grain offering. Aaron's sons are to bring it before the Lord in front of the altar. The priest is to take a handful of the finest flour and some olive oil, together with all the incense on the grain offering, and burn the memorial portion on the altar as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Aaron and his sons shall eat the rest of it, but it is to be eaten without yeast in the sanctuary area. They are to eat it in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. It must not be baked with yeast. I have given it as their share of the food offerings presented to me. Like the sin offering and the guilt offering, it is most holy. A male descendant of Aaron may eat it. For all generations to come, it is his perpetual share of the food offerings presented to the Lord. Whatever touches them will become holy. The Lord also said to Moses, This is the offering Aaron and his sons are to bring to the Lord on the day he is anointed. A tenth of an ephah of the finest flour as a regular grain offering, half of it in the morning and half in the evening. It must be prepared with oil on a griddle. Bring it well mixed and present the grain offering broken in pieces as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The son who is to succeed him as anointed priest shall prepare it. It is the Lord's perpetual share and is to be burned completely. Every grain offering of a priest shall be burned completely. It must not be eaten. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron and his sons, These are the regulations for the sin offering. The sin offering is to be slaughtered before the Lord in the place the burnt offering is slaughtered. It is most holy. The priest who offers it shall eat it. It is to be eaten in the sanctuary area, in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. Whatever touches any of the flesh will become holy, and if any of the blood is splattered on a garment, you must wash it in the sanctuary area. The clay pot the meat is cooked in must be broken, but if it is cooked in a bronze pot, the pot is to be scoured and rinsed with water. Any male in a priest's family may eat it. It is most holy. But any sin offering whose blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place must not be eaten. It must be burned up. These are the regulations for the guilt offering, which is most holy. The guilt offering is to be slaughtered in the place where the burn offering is slaughtered, and its blood is to be splashed against the sides of the altar. All its fat shall be offered, the fat tail and the fat that covers the internal organs, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, and the long lobe of the liver, which is to be removed with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering presented to the Lord. It is a guilt offering. Any male in a priest's family may eat it, but it must be eaten in the sanctuary area. It is most holy. The same law applies to both the sin offering and the guilt offering. They belong to the priest who makes atonement with them. The priest who offers a burnt offering for anyone may keep its hide for himself. Every grain offering baked in an oven or cooked in a pan or on a griddle belongs to the priest who offers it. And every grain offering, whether mixed with olive oil or dry, belongs equally to all the sons of Aaron. These are the regulations for the fellowship offering anyone may present to the Lord. If they offer it as an expression of thankfulness, then along with this thank offering, they are to offer thick loaves made without yeast and with olive oil mixed in, thin loaves made without yeast and brushed with oil, and thick loaves of the finest flour well kneaded and with oil mixed in. Along with their fellowship offering of thanksgiving, they are to present an offering with thick loaves of bread made with yeast, They are to bring one of each kind as an offering, a contribution to the Lord. It belongs to the priest who splashes the blood of the fellowship offering against the altar. The meat of their fellowship offering of thanksgiving must be eaten on the day it is offered. They must leave none of it till morning. If, however, their offering is the result of a vow Or is a free will offering. The sacrifice shall be eaten on the day they offer it, but anything left over may be eaten on the next day. Any meat of the sacrifice left over till the third day must be burned up. If any meat of the fellowship offering is eaten on the third day, the one who offered it will not be accepted. It will not be reckoned to their credit, for it has become impure the person who eats any of it will be held responsible. Meat that touches anything ceremonially unclean must not be eaten. It must be burned up. As for other meats, anyone ceremonially clean may eat it. But if anyone who is unclean eats any meat of the fellowship offering belonging to the Lord, they must be cut off from their people. Anyone who touches something unclean, whether human uncleanness, or an unclean animal, or any unclean creature that moves along the ground, and then eats any of the meat of the fellowship offering belonging to the Lord, must be cut off from their people. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Do not eat any of the fats of cattle, sheep, or goats. The fat of an animal found dead or torn by wild animals may be used for any other purpose, but you must not eat it. Anyone who eats the fat of an animal from which a food offering may be presented to the Lord must be cut off from their people. And wherever you live, you must not eat the blood of any bird or animal. Anyone who eats blood must be cut off from their people. Mark 3, 7-30 through 30. Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the lake, and a large crowd from Galilee followed. When they heard about all he was doing, many people came to him from Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, and the regions across the Jordan and around Tyre and Sidon. Because of the crowd, he told his disciples to have a small boat ready for him to keep the people from crowding him, for he had healed many, so that those with diseases were pushing forward to touch him. Whenever the impure spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out, You are the Son of God. But he gave them strict orders not to tell others about him. to them he gave the name Boanerges, which means sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Then Jesus entered a house, and again a crowd gathered, so that he and his disciples were not even able to eat. Truly I tell you, people can be forgiven all their sins and every slander they utter, but whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. They are guilty of an eternal sin. He said this because they were saying, He has an impure spirit. Psalm 37 1-11 1 through 11 of David Do not fret because of those who are evil or be envious of those who do wrong For like the grass they will soon wither like green plants they will soon die away Trust in the Lord and do good dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture Take delight in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him and He will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways. Will inherit the land and enjoy peace and prosperity. Proverbs 10, 3 and 4. The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. Okay, we're moving our way through the second gospel, the gospel of Mark. And so we're back alongside Jesus, watching his ministry, coming from a, a little bit of a different perspective. And Jesus is is doing his ministry. He's revealing the kingdom of God, and people are being healed and restored because of this. And so his family, they're, they're watching all of this and they decide somebody needs to get Jesus under control. And so uh, the Bible says they went to take charge of him for they said he is out of his mind. Oh, that's not very encouraging. And so Jesus continues to heal and reveal the kingdom and the, the religious leaders come down from Jerusalem, and they decide Jesus is possessed by Beelzebul. And we talked about that when we were going through the book of Matthew. So this is not a good day. Like, if, uh, if you go out your door, prayed up and ready, and you enter the day and you're looking for the God's kingdom and you are revealing God's kingdom in everything that you touch, and your family tells you you're out of your mind, and your uh spiritual leaders tell you you're possessed by the devil yeah that that's that's discouraging may we just notice this jesus faced all of these things as a human being but the one that the the religious leaders spoke over jesus that he's possessed by beelzebub that that didn't work like That was a line way too far. And so Jesus tried to expose what was going on there. So he tells a story. How can Satan drive out Satan, right? If a kingdom is divided against itself, it can't stand. If a house is divided against itself, the house can't stand. So, uh, I mean, that's Jesus on one level setting the record straight. Why would you accuse me of doing God's work while being possessed by the devil? It doesn't make any sense. But there was a far deeper, far, far, far more dangerous territory that they were stepping into. Jesus told them, truly, I tell you. And we read that stuff in the Bible. It's like, truly, verily, verily, I say unto thee, but truly, I tell you. That's Jesus saying, I'm telling you the truth. People can be forgiven all their sins and every slander they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. They are guilty of an eternal sin. Like, yikes. What is that? How do you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit? What is Jesus saying here? First of all, he's talking to the religious leaders who had just accused him of being possessed by the devil... And that's how he got his power to perform these miraculous signs of God's goodness. What the religious leaders, in effect, were doing was calling the spirit within Jesus that was capturing the hearts of Jesus' hearers, they were calling that the devil. They were blaspheming the Holy Spirit, they were denigrating what God was doing by calling it of the devil. So we can go, oh, oh, sigh of relief. I would never do that. I would never call any, I would never call Jesus of the devil. But it's actually a little more convicting than that. Have you ever called anyone of the devil or anything of the devil because you didn't understand it or because everybody else was saying that? Everybody else was saying this is false. And so you're on that bandwagon without actually knowing what you're talking about. What if it's not of the devil? What if God is at work? And you are unaware, and then you call it of the devil. That's what they were doing to Jesus. I'm not saying that things that are evil should not be called out as evil. But you don't have to look too far in our religious climate to find believers calling other believers of the devil Because their theological persuasions might be nuanced or their doctrinal differences are just too far of a bridge to cross, they think. And so they label it of the devil. And that is what happened to Jesus. And that is why he commented this way. So that gives us certain things to think about this day. And isn't it wonderful? Isn't it a gift? That God's Word most every day gives us something to meditate upon throughout the day. And so, Father, we invite you into this. In what ways have we denounced what you are doing in the world through someone or situations in the world that we don't understand and so we've mislabeled things? We haven't been gracious, merciful, compassionate, kind, or any of the other fruits of the Spirit. Instead, we've been about the business of labeling things or mislabeling things, things that you might be doing and we are simply unaware. Forgive us of this because we would have to then accept the fact that we have gotten in your way, when we thought we were defending you. And then we have to confess how foolish that sounds coming out of our minds or hearts or mouths. You don't need us to defend you. You are the Most High God. You've invited us to reveal you to the world. And that's a pretty hard thing to do when We're simply focused on what each other is doing and labeling it. So help us, God. Forgive us. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear your kingdom. Let us move through this day looking for it. Looking for the good. Looking for the righteousness that is in this world, that is pushing and fighting back the darkness and forgive us when we have stood in the way come Holy Spirit into all of this we ask in the name of Jesus Amen dailyaudiobible.com is the website it's home base So where you find out what's going on around here it's uh It's pilgrimage time around here, so that's what we'll be talking about here uh, for the rest of the month as we journey north, south, east, and west throughout the land of the Bible, rooting ourselves in the stories where they happened. So it is, uh, it's good, it's good to be back in the land feeling uh like like turning the corner like getting stronger from the jet lag and getting ready for this tonight is our inaugural dinner together our orientation uh first time we get to see each other all together in one place at one time and so that's super exciting today i'm planning <laughs> i talked about it yesterday third attempt to get to this ancient philistine ruin called ekron which is mentioned in the Bible uh, several times, and uh, so hoping to get some photography and some um, some video uh, of that site today. Then on the way down to Ashdod, where we'll get settled in and get ready for this evening. So thank you for your prayers, and those of you who are in roots, who are on the journey, then uh, well, welcome to Israel if you've landed. Uh, this will be this, Whether virtual Or whether in person I, I pray that This will be epic And that uh, It will deepen Our love uh, For God's word So uh, thanks to everybody who, who continues To pray over all That is involved In doing what we're doing Can't, uh, Couldn't appreciate it more Humbled In awe of this community The way that we pray For each other And so asking for prayers over this journey. And uh, reminding you, if you're like, I I would love to take this journey, then uh, registration for next year's pilgrimage 2021 is now open and available. You can get all the details at dailyaudiobible.com in the initiatives section. And so you can read all about it and we'll look forward to seeing you. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible Thank you. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here doing anything at all. None of, none of this would be happening if we hadn't done this together over the years. And so I'm also in constant awe of that, that we're still here uh, every day and have been uh, now into this 15th year. So if that's life giving to you, then thank you for your partnership There's a link on the homepage. If you're using the app, you can press the give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or the mailing address, if you prefer, is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, you can hit the hotline button in the app, the little red button at the top, or you can dial 877 942 4253 And that's it for today I'm Brian I love you And I'll be waiting for you here Tomorrow
1: Hey all Jesus lovers all over the planet This is Johan I'm from Sweden but right now in Dubai and we're actually traveling All year with our family, and but wherever we go, we I start the morning. The first thing I do, I start with the daily audio Bible, and it's been such a blessing in my life, and it continues to be. Just the commentary and just hearing the world word while usually reading at the same time, it's such a blessing. So I I just encourage you to keep up this ministry, and I'll keep uh, promoting it. And uh, I just want to pray for everybody listening in now, in Jesus' name, I just pray that you will be blessed and that the Word will reach your heart and open up uh, new revelations for you in your life, how God's Word can be active in your life and how God can work through you to bless people around you, in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Hello, daily oil Bible family. This is Dabber Drew from the Central Coast of California. I'm calling in today to welcome Kyra to the family. Kyra, thank you for calling in. You did the right thing. You said that you were hoping that someone would pray for you, and I got news for you, Kyra. You're going to have dozens of people praying for you. And yes, your life's going to change. So let's pray. Look at my father. Kyra is coming before you asking for help. She needed guidance and wisdom. She needs healing in her family, Lord God, Uh, healing in her body and other people's bodies and their family, Lord. And I just ask you for all of these things, Lord God. You know the things that even she hasn't mentioned, the dark details that uh, she kept from us, but you know what they are. Lord God, my Father, I just speak blessing over her household. I speak blessing over her finances. I pray I speak providence to her the Lord God who promises to provide for us. I ask you bless Kyra, and I pray Kyra that we could hear from you again and know that God moved in your direction. Thanks guys, David Drew from the, from uh, Central Coast, of California. Sign it off,
3: bye-bye. Hello everybody, this is Dave from Colorado. Um, hey, I'm a couple days behind but I was listening to the community prayer. I uh, heard a call from his little Cherie And you had called in and mentioned how you hadn't called in a while and was wondering if anybody even missed you and realized that you hadn't called. I can tell you, yeah, we we do miss you, Um, I, for one, anyway. Um, Honestly, I figured you were probably just moving down to Texas or something like that. Um, But for what it's worth... You've actually had kind of a profound impact on my life. It was probably, well, time flies so much, it's hard to tell how long ago, but two or three years ago, one of your calls was, uh, it started out with the child, with all the dandelions in the mud, and making mud pies. (laughs) And to be honest with you, I think about that, Almost daily, um, you know. I can't change the world, but I can make it a queso mud pie. But anyway, the gist of it is, you can't really help everybody, but you can help somebody. Um, anyway, I'm just kind of starting to ramble now, so I better end this. Anyway, um, his little tree. Yeah, I know that you're you are loved. You're an integral integral part of this community. Um, that's it for today. Love you all. Talk to
4: you later. Bye. Greetings, Devers. This is Theodore. I was uh, listening to the wonderful message from Brian this morning. I heard uh, God's little bird reach out, explaining that uh, she was really traumatized as a high school teacher about all of the work that's been put upon her, the classroom management. It seems overwhelming and whether she should actually give up from what she's doing. I wanted to encourage her as as an administrator and Christian school teacher in that capacity and share with her that perhaps it might be a, a good time for her to transition to a Christian school where it could be a sabbatical for her since she's been on the front line in the public school system and her talents And gifts would be appreciated. And furthermore, um, she could probably inspire others to be teachers later on. She would be a great blessing in that capacity. So I would hope and pray, and I want to pray for you, that uh, the Lord would bless you. He would sustain you. He would encourage you. And he would direct you on the path that is best for you and those students who would be receptive to the talents that he's blessed you with. In the name above all
5: names, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hi, Daily Elder Bible family. This is Preston from Sunnyvale, California. Today is February 11th, and the time is 1042 a.m. Just wanted to read Hebrews 12, verses 12 through 15. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees, and make straight paths for your feet. So that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. Strive for peace with everyone and for holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Uh, I just uh, lift up um, Brian Harden and uh, Israel Trip, that um, you guys may have the strength and wisdom and the uh, ability to rest your time at, uh, in traveling, and your time in Israel, and time coming back get, uh, from Israel. Uh, dear Holy Spirit, I just uh, ask your blessings that on, uh, on the Israel trip. I ask for rest, I ask for uh, the ability to overcome lag quickly, Father, that you um, just may bless them in their time uh, together, and strengthen them as part of the Daily Audio Bible. Dear Lord, we uh, thank you for the opportunity for them to see your your land, your holy land, and uh, we just ask you to bless our trip. In your precious name, Jesus Christ, pray. Amen.
6: Hello, this is Melody from Canada, and I just heard Brian's request for prayer over Israel, so that's what I want to do. Uh, thank you, Lord, for this trip to Israel. Thank you that you came to the earth and there is a real geographical place where you walked and breathed and rescued us. And I pray your protection over every member of the team. I pray against sickness, I pray against um, any harm that would hinder their trip. And I pray for hearts to receive all that you have for them. Uh, I pray for energy, as they walk a lot and take in a lot. And, yeah, may their experience just uh, make their relationship with you more intimate and deeper. And thank you that we can go along virtually. In Jesus' name, amen.
7: Hi, um, DAB family. Um, this is Ariel. I'm new to this app and... Um, I just given my life to Christ a few weeks ago and I'm feeling overwhelmed and lost still. I was on fire for God, but now I'm feeling like I don't know what to do. I just feel in these rush of emotions that I can't explain. And I just ask that you Anyone, um, just pray for my mental, my mental is horrible, and it, it just tears me down, I tear myself down, and I want to be, I want to be loved, and I want to be, you know, I want God to approve of me, I want God to, to like what I'm doing in my life, and I don't feel like I'm making him proud. I don't know what is expected of me, but um, I just ask that someone just pray for me and just pray for my mental so that I can just continue this journey with him. I'm actually on my way to a Bible study and I'm kind of considering not going because I just don't feel welcomed. I know that he loves me. I just don't feel welcomed. But, um, yeah. Thank you if you decide to pray for me.